guys. Welcome to another episode of the Making Sense podcast. It's what's, good, what's good, what's good, what's good, what's good, It's Sam here. Uh, Jerome. And we have a very special guest. We do indeed. Are allowed to introduce ourselves? Thank you. Um, my name's Whitney. And wh- wh- what do you do, Whitney, and why are you here? <laughs> Just them, I'm Whitney. The listeners will be like, uh, and? <laughs> um, no, I'm a banking and finance sister in London. And Dope. I've seen that's why you guys are inviting me on. So mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming. So as usual, guys, thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Um, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, Spotify SoundCloud. Just yeah, hit us, put us in Google, you'll find us. <laughs> yeah. So today's episode, what are we talking about? Uh, sorry, I'll take that one. So it was a little bit about... <laughs> so no, the episode was one that I've had in mind for a while, just didn't really know how to structure it really. And I think it's, okay, I'm a fan of suits, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, why are you going to fly? No, you're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Intelligent people like suits. Yeah. Um, yeah. Say it, Questionable. Uh, don't, don't, do, don't do me that. Don't do that. That's getting edited out. <laughs> That's gone. That's gone. Um, but yeah, it's, I think one of the ways, I, so I look at personal finance in two ways, right? It's making money and protecting what we already have. And I don't know, I just had the opinion that especially a lot of our listeners, whether they be, you know, contractors, small business owners, musicians, sports people, probably end up losing a lot more money than they need to just by not knowing the law or, no, mm. or just having a basic understanding of their rights that yeah. the law provides them. Yeah. Um, or even if they're getting a lawyer, understanding what the lawyer should be doing for them, what they yeah. can't do for them, all that kind of stuff. So it's just, I think, a brief or kind of high-level understanding of what someone should know to, in order to protect their wealth. Because I think there's a lot of focus on making it, not yeah. enough on protecting it. And that's yeah. kind mm-hmm. of where the idea came from. Yeah, yeah. So... I, I reached out to my network. Didn't know it was as <laughs> as it is. Link. That's why LinkedIn's good. It will let you know what people are doing. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought I reached out to Whitney and see if she could help us and our listeners understand a bit more. Excellent. Yeah. But before we get into that, pass it over to Sam. For yeah. you know, I'm gonna do our trusty disclaimer. Just a reminder: we are not registered financial advisors. Everything we're giving you is food for thought. Please always do your own research. Whitney's gonna give you some good info, but please always verify before you move yeah, forward. Yeah, don't come at Whitney's because neck. Exactly. <laughs> Whitney, don't come at us. Do your research before you yeah, do. Anything. I know a sister. You don't really. Want that. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't. <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> So yeah, should we get stuck in? I think we should, we should. So Whitney, do you want to elaborate on what you do and give us just the intro? Yeah, sure. Everything you're um, doing. So as I said, I am a banking finance associate. I work in a London law firm. Um, I qualified a year ago now. So I've been working as a lawyer for about a year now. Cool. And before then I worked in an investment bank. So I've been in finance for a few years now. Um, at the moment, actually, I'm on secondment so i'm actually working for one of our clients which is also an investment bank okay. Oh, so okay. i've dipped in and out of the investment banking scene for a while nice. and i think that's probably one of the reasons i ended up qualifying into banking finance law okay. mm. um so yeah so my typical day job is advising clients on how to raise capital either through lo- loan financing or through capital marketing finance so that's basically making money through debt instruments yeah 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 okay um, so it's interesting. An interesting world. Interesting. Must be interesting. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. It's just interesting to kind of see what businesses are thinking from the inside out and how banks are thinking. Mm. So, what um, made you decide to get into investment banking and being a lawyer in investment banking? Do you know what? I think it came from I used to watch news and kind of watch what was going on around me, and I always felt like I don't understand what they're talking about. Mm. Like I would watch the news and yep, like the business yep. segment, and I'd be like, 
why are stocks falling or why is this happening? Yeah. And it came from that ability to just, well, that curiosity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just thinking, like, I want to be able to turn it on and be like, yeah, I know it is. Exactly. Yeah. You, know, like, yeah. you want to be in the nose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you want to be on the inside. Um, <laughs> so that's exactly what I did. I just kind of was, I started researching. Mm. Um, and really when I graduated from university, um, I'd studied law, but as I said, at that point, I was just like, I'm tired of just understanding law. I want to understand like, what yeah. goes through these clients' minds. Like, mm. why, are they, why are they borrowing if they've already got money on their balance sheet? Yeah. Like that. Mm. All of those questions. Interesting. So yeah, that's when I got a job in an investment bank and started to see how things work from the inside. Okay. And mm. it was a real eye-opener. Really? So, mm. yeah. I, I imagine there's things you can't tell us. Yeah, there's things <laughs> But the stuff you can tell us. <laughs> I suppose, what's like some of the interesting things you've seen that you can tell us that won't get you into any issues? I think... For me, it was um, able, being able to go into meetings with clients. Well, at the time, I was working in an investment banks, so with people in the business, mm. traders, bankers, and kind of be a fly on the wall when okay. they were having open discussions about how to raise money mm. and, yeah. mm. you know, whether they wanted to, even silly silly things like whether they wanted to raise it in pounds or yeah, dollars yeah, yeah. or oh, okay. other currencies. And I was like, why? why? Yeah. So actually yeah. being like party to those conversations really was an eye opener or mm. when things were happening in the news, actually, as I said, when I wasn't understanding certain stories that were coming out, when I was going into meetings and they would discuss um, how that impacted their transactions yeah. and whether to, you know, call it quits, mm. or whether to invest quick yeah 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 yeah, 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 like, yeah. oh things are making sense now <laughs> yeah everything makes sense yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and even though uh, <laughs> even though um all of my clients now are businesses and comp- companies i mm. think there's been so many takeaways for me in how i manage my own personal finance mm-hmm. Got you. and how individuals can take some of these ideas yeah. that businesses have yeah. Yeah, yeah. and think like why am i not doing this obviously yeah. not on a bigger scale when we're yeah. nowhere near as money yeah, but yeah, yeah. the same principles are so, you able to give us any examples yeah i was about yeah. to say how you benefit um, debt that's a mm. big one like and maybe growing up in my family it was like you don't get into debt. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. 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 Just All just of us are doing the same thing, right? Yeah. 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 It's a swear word. Told, yeah. but you don't know how. Yeah. I like, think it's because we didn't know how to manage it historically exactly. in our community. It was like, borrow for what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And if you don't have that's it, how you the world works. It, yeah. 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 Um, you just don't spend money you don't have. And if you don't have it, you don't borrow it. That's you it. work hard, you save up, and that's how you earn. But businesses are operate slightly differently sometimes they, they as i said they have money on their balance sheet and it's like no nah, we don't touch that yep. we're gonna borrow and we're mm. gonna use that borrowed money to <coughs> whether invest or raise money for just like the general working capital of the company um and it's made me think about for example when i have made purchases for me going to law school was a lot of money it cost mm. a lot, and yeah i want to touch on that. that a bit later yeah um and it was i had to make the same choice do i go to work and save that money like earn it mm. to save up or do i borrow Mm. and mm. I had I went back and forth so yeah, many times yeah. and I couldn't get my head around the fact that actually I could have borrowed it in hindsight because it was an investment I mm. was going to earn it back but at the time it was nah yeah, you yeah. just don't you pay do up it. Front. is it just the risk of it yeah, yeah it was the risk and as I said I just grew up with the mentality of debt is is not something that you actively go into yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. um, and if it's avoidable you just don't as I said it, I, I guess it like you said it's the risk people are well at least i was afraid of what happens if i can't pay that back yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah someone's gonna turn around and be like well who asked you to go and borrow yeah, that money yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he told yeah. you he exactly. told you that would be my mum. Yeah, same <laughs> and mine and my dad more my dad <laughs> that would have been my whole family ah. so, yeah that's... so when you went into it 
when you went to study, did you did you ever think that there might be a chance that you're going to come out of the other end and not want to do it anymore? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like even days yeah. now, I wake up and I'm like, do I? Is this really what I'm going to really? do? But of course, I do. I do. Um, but at the time when I was going into it, as well, coming from my background, I didn't know any lawyers, yeah. and I was going to workplaces and businesses where there was no one looking like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, and yep. I really did question that. Like, am I supposed to be here? Is, it, is yeah. there a reason there's no one else like yeah. me mm. here? Um, so I did question it 100%. But mm. I just, as I said, I think that curiosity and that drive to maybe it's maybe it's just me here mm. and maybe I'm the only one in the room that doesn't understand, but I'm going to learn. I'm yeah. going to yeah. understand. So that's that drive kind of, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what kind of kept me there. Yeah. 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 And that's probably what keeps me there now as well. Do yeah. you enjoy what you do? 100%. Yeah, oh, that's I do. Good. What is yeah. it about what you do that you enjoy? I think for me, there's always something to learn. Like I never feel like I know en- enough. And yeah. there's that expression, I think once you are the smartest person in the room, Find you need to get room. out of the room. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that's so, so true. Yeah, yeah. it so, is. Because yeah. I've learned so much from the people around me. Exactly. You know, not just the books I read. Yeah, it's true. And I think for me, even coming into businesses where there's people, I think growing up as well, I had that, I did that classic thing maybe where I stuck to people I knew mm-hmm. and maybe yep. it wasn't until a bit later on in life I went into work, the workplace and there were people that came from Singapore, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Sweden, all parts of the world mm-hmm. and all parts of the, con- all different continents and being around people that had different opinions on money, on investment, on how they, how they borrow, how they spend, all of those influences kind of came together in my mind and yeah, yeah. all of that's been beneficial, so yeah yeah do you want to talk us through your journey to become a lawyer so from the beginning and then any obstacles you met along the way which has helped you be able to get information and give advice to people that might have the same struggles yeah um so I would say I did kind of I took the kind of classic route I obviously studied left school and I went to college and university I would say up until that point I didn't make any active decisions Mm. like my parents were like you're going to university yeah so yeah yeah yeah. that was all quite traditional in that sense I went to college I did a levels math English no sorry law English IT and business um and then law was like my best result so I was like okay I find it interesting Mm. I'm good at it let me choose it for a university subject and even through studying it at university, I enjoyed it, but I didn't have a long-term plan. Okay. I was just like, I'm good at it. It's enjoyable. And I think at the time, everyone was like, oh, go um, study law. It's like a good, solid foundation mm-hmm. to have. Like mm-hmm. wherever, you, wherever you go, whatever you end up, it's a good yeah. um, degree to have. And it wasn't until I graduated that I actually started to make that active decision of, okay, I'm good at it, but do I really want to pursue it as a career long-term? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think I decided that I did. But. I did my research into law school fees. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, I liked law at uni in college, yeah. but I stopped at that point. From there. I was like, this is a blockade. This is a yeah. very big blockade. Um, and I said, as I said, I think that was when I realized, like, I need to start making decisions about money. Mm. Um, and I mean, thank- thankfully, at the time I was just um, thinking about going to law school, I was also applying. I was trying to keep my options yeah. open. So I was applying to jobs anyway. Okay. And I secured a job in finance, um, not in a bank, but just in a financial services firm. And I was like, okay, it's not law, mm. but I do have an interest in finance. Yeah, okay. yeah. And maybe this is a good way of funding my law school fees. Yeah. So in the end, I stayed there for a year. And whilst I was there, I applied for law school okay. to start the following September. Mm. Um, 
and I just saved every penny I was making. I saved. I've yeah. never saved as much as I did in that year. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's because I knew. I knew that I had the start date for law yeah. school when I got the ac- acceptance. And I knew they would be writing me letters to say, like, first yeah. installment yeah. is due. Where's, where's our money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This education ain't free. Yeah. <laughs> so, as I said, that year I saved, worked, kind of build up built up an interest and a professional network, which yeah. I think was so useful. Yes, I was working in financial services, but we had compliance teams, we had legal teams. Mm. And you just have to, you, you go to drinks, you go to network. Like when you're yeah. walking around yeah. the building, you, you, I checked out where legal was sitting and I was like, okay, this is the floor I need to, yeah, to yeah. pass yeah. by. You know yeah. That's the second time we've heard exactly that. When we had um, the ladies episode yeah. we, with, um, with Lorraine. Yeah, who's yeah. also in finance. And yeah. she said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scan the directory, see who sits where, find exactly. out the yeah. exact same advice. So yeah, I used to watch people coming out of like the legal, um, legal team offices. Mm. And then, as you said, I used to just, kind of stalk them <laughs> <laughs> and then I, so funny. yeah you do you do your background checks because yeah, i used do. to like then i look them up on the internal directory mm. and then i look them up on linkedin mm. and i was checking like their career history where did they start yeah. out like yep, oh, right. yep. you know is That's it something good. i can relate to yeah, yeah they're there yeah. now i think anyone going for an interview should do that as well. yeah. so i do that before every I interview that. i check your linkedin you have what have you done before yeah. what similarities do we have all that kind of stuff it's mm. key exactly key. and yeah. i think also it helps you to feel like your journey isn't as impossible but that's mm, very true that is very very yeah. true because at the time as i said i hadn't even gone to law school yet so i was still very much at the start of my career mm. and i felt like there was a gap between me and lawyers mm. and i was like no. they didn't just wake up one day and land in their job so yeah. by me checking out their profile i was like okay no they this is the process they yeah, this does, yeah, yeah. The steps get to they see took. the time frame exactly. as well exactly mm, and i was like that's take, well. you allowed me to see the small steps and i was like i just need to focus on those small steps yeah yeah um so yeah, anyway, back to the job, as I said, stayed there for a year, saved up, saved up. But also at the time, conscious of these law school fees, mm. um, I was just researching ways to fund because it was expensive. It was 14, 15 grand. Hey. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to be a lawyer. So yeah. Yeah, 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 we good. <laughs> Um, it was hard because I, I felt like I was sacrificing at that time I felt like friends were like saving for houses or buying new cars mm. and I was like do you mind disclosing your age range at that yeah. time you don't say you have yeah, to yeah. say a specific age just the age range so people yeah no idea. at the time I was 21 22 okay mm-hmm. um, so as I said almost immediately after uni so mm-hmm. I graduated at 21 started the job and then turned 22 and I guess that's the age where if you come out of uni and get a good job Mm. well a good job whatever that is and you're getting money because of your I I won't call it immaturity but because you're young Mm -hmm. and you're fresh out of uni that money that you're getting you probably still live at home that is the time I was thinking why am I not spending why am I I even in in England I felt like people were going to like you know, at that age everyone's like going to Ibiza yeah. Malaga Miami like yeah <laughs> so how come you had like a long term plan versus most of your peers do you think do you think that's just maybe your family da, 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 da. what do you think it might be do you know what I feel like I spent all my previous years up until that point just kind of going with the flow okay mm. and I was like it's time for me to actually get a plan now yeah. Um, yeah. and as I said as I developed that plan everyone else seemed to just be living free mm. so it was it was tough like I felt as I said I was making sacrifices when people were going out to eat Um. And I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> these law school fees are not going to pay themselves. Yeah. Um, so I was like, there must be other ways. And as I said, I was just researching like grants, scholarships. And fortunately for me, 
in that time, I, as I was saving, I applied for a scholarship and I got full fee scholarship. Oh, oh, so yeah, well all done. that money I saved, I actually didn't need to use it. Oh, so, wow. so it worked out so well for me. Yeah. So it ended up just being maintenance. Nice, mm-hmm. nice, 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 um, nice. But I, as I said, like that year I was applying, applying. I was like, anyone's going to give me a grant, please. <laughs> <laughs> Are these grants particularly hard to find? Do you know what? When I was researching, there were a lot of grants, but I think for me, it was about figuring out which ones I stood the best chance at. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. there were like things like local government grants, like where your council, your local council could give you money to pursue um, certain things. And that was because I suppose in certain boroughs, they wanted people to kind of go out and make something of themselves, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Um, there were grants for like um, ethnic minorities, yeah. people from yeah. certain backgrounds. And I was like, anything, anything, any category I can, I can, or any box I can tick, I'm going to apply. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I steered away from the more generic ones. Okay. Because I just felt like there's going to be a hundred more applicants. Yeah. And makes sense. so that little for me to stand out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I stuck with ones that I felt like I, I stood a better chance. Mm-hmm, Instead, mm-hmm. it worked out for me. I ended up getting one from the Law Society. Okay. Um, which was like a credible um, source of funding. And then I used it for my law school application. So, it worked out so in my favour, but oh, in that perfect. year, I was just researching like how to, oh. in other words, how to make money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a bad thing yeah. to research. Even though I was actually working and earning money, I was like, I, I need more. Like, yeah. mm. But not just for the sake of it, I was like, I had a plan. and Got you. Yeah. And I think for me, actually putting in the law school application and seeing them write this letter and say like, fees are going to be due. Mm. That's yeah. what gave me. I think that's a great age to start because I think like I said although we could start earning money that age mm. I don't think our mentality is right in how what we're going to do with the money yeah. what the long term plan is so yeah. it just shows that if you're actually thinking ahead yeah. it just gives you a better start it does yeah. 100% completely because when I think back if I hadn't been saving for law school I probably would have been doing exactly what I was watching other people do yeah. Mm. Just, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it I'm not um, saying that people shouldn't have been enjoying what they were life, earning yeah. Yeah. but I probably wouldn't have been able to show you where that money went to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's, yeah, it's not that you shouldn't enjoy what you're earning. Yeah. Just know the sacrifice you make. There's exactly. always a sacrifice, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So your sacrifice was more on the social side. Mm. Their sacrifice might now be on the career side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just know your sacrifice and be comfortable with it. If you're not, change your behaviours. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Do you find that that experience has moulded how you are with money now? Yeah, definitely. And I think as well, after going through that year of like saving super hard, going to law school, studying, mm. I came out and then as, I went on to actually secure a job in an investment bank. Yeah. Um, and I secured my training contract. So that's like the legal um qualification. Yeah. Um I then thought to myself, you know what, I I put in the work. Yeah. So I did give myself, I gave myself time to like I think the first thing I did when I got that job, I booked a trip to Dubai. Oh, absolutely. Mm. And I was like, yeah, it's time absolutely. now to, to <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> celebrate. Yeah. Celebrate. Yeah, you have to. Um, deserved. For the mental side yeah, of it at all. Exactly. And I think that's that's a part of it. As mm. part as much as you need to learn like how to save and how to um, manage your money, mm. a part of that needs to be... I'm a know. great believer. You can't be mean yeah. to yourself. Exactly. I think it stunts no. your growth. I yeah. actually really do. It did. You know? It gives you no motivation really to do anything more. Exactly. It can be depressing as well. I think oh, so. Yeah, it did. You know, there's a few people around me, I won't name names, mm. who I think are unnecessarily mean to themselves. Yeah. Uh, and I just you can see the adverse effects on them. Yeah. You know? mm. I think it makes you kind of despise where you are as well yeah Yeah. Yeah. and that's not what I wanted to do and I think now because I gave myself that time to go back and actually kind of catch up on what I felt like I'd missed Mm. now I don't look back and and I don't hate that situation I put myself in because I knew what the reward was yeah Yeah. if I kind of still came out of it and I was still sacrificing and still scrimping I would have looked back in years and think like 
why did I do that? Yeah. Like, yeah. You might even resent what you do and just exactly. not enjoy it. Yeah. So do you think it's a case that people, definitely young people, need to be able to see what their reward is eventually going to be a bit more yeah. to enable to them that, to have yeah. more of a long-term view? Yeah. Okay. I think certainly. Mm, possibly. Yeah. Interesting. Do so, you think it's important yeah. to know, to have a career goal at an early stage of life, like yeah, so at the age, age of like 21? See, I felt like I ma- I didn't make my career decision until late. But in hindsight, I think it wasn't late because I did all the right things. Like I studied hard. I went to university. And maybe I'm thinking now people were making up decision, making their decisions whilst at university. I felt like it wasn't until I graduated yeah. when I kind of felt like there was a brick wall. It was like, okay, what next? Mm. Yeah. Um, but I think having the earlier you make the decision, the more time you have to put yourself on the right path. Mm. Um, for me... I knew that I had to go back and do more studying. And if I'd left that too late, I just couldn't have seen myself like quitting my job to go back and study. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's hard. tough. That's tough. Um, <laughs> and even if I had delayed law school by a little bit, um, at least that would have been my decision and I would have still had some type of vision of long-term yeah. plan. Yeah. Um, so you, I would say the earlier you know, the better. Yeah. And from a financial position as well, the better. Yeah. yeah. I think you go, you just, from what you've explained, you followed all the right signs. So mm. you studied something, you were good at it, you decided to pursue it, you enjoyed it, and then you found another interest yeah. and you, you looked into that and you were curious and then you binded the two together. I think, yeah. Because it's hard to tell people to know what they want they early because yeah. some people say you can get to 30 and find your real career and realise yeah. that you've been doing something you haven't liked for however many years. Mm-hmm. But I think if you just kind of follow those signs, so what yeah. are you curious about? You know, people say, what do you enjoy? Now think about yep. how it can make you money. Yeah. So I think just following those signs, how does it make you feel? Are you curious enough about it to keep yeah. taking it forward? And yeah. you were, and that's the reason why you yeah. are where you are. Thankfully yeah. for me, it, it worked out. As I said, I, I was good at law, mm. but I was interested in finance. And for a long time, I didn't really know or believe that the two could work together. Yeah, oh, completely. So, yeah, yeah. as you said, it worked out for me that... <laughs> yeah. The richest people have paid the most for lawyers, right? <laughs> yeah. For a reason. So I want to be Harvey Specter, but just, it's too late for that. Plus, lawyers have to read too, way too much. <laughs> way too much. Every, ta- every place I've been, you mm. see the lawyers in this room <laughs> just with a pa- f- table full of paper saying how, yeah, we got in at seven, we're leaving at seven. Yeah. You hear lawyers talking about having to sleep in the office. All this yep. level of commitment, I just have do not have. That? I, frankly, I have not had to sleep there because I've heard some stories, I wouldn't allow man. myself to sleep there. Yeah. Um, worst comes to worst, I'll always go home. Mm. and like. So what's the latest you've left the I was just about to say, what's your hours of work? Thankfully, I've never done an all-nighter. Okay. But I have left at 4 a.m. and been back at 6. What? That's Why did you leave? <laughs> <laughs> This Look, is the story that I don't understand. No, but yeah. for sanity, you want to be able to say yeah. that I've stepped out. What yeah. sanity? Do you this for half an hour? Do you think <laughs> two hours? And what time was you starting? I technically start at 9.30. Yeah. Um, my contract, I think most law firm contracts are 9.30 to 5.30. Mm-hmm. But there is an opt-out provision. So you then opt yeah. out. Is, yeah. it, is it career limiting to not opt out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're going to not opt out, then you might as well not start the job. Yeah. Got you. Got you. yeah. yeah there's always that um, implied. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's a sacrifice. It is. Um, Me struggle when I see six o'clock on the contract. I'm like, what? Yeah. Day to six. Yeah. Yeah. We're going out for dinner and getting ready to do like round two. Mad. <laughs> but then Mad. It, it comes down to different areas of law. Some areas of law are a lot more manageable. Mm. I would say typically advisory sectors. So like things like employment pensions where there isn't as urge there's no or there's not as much ah, urgency. Yeah. okay so if you're working and in a big deal or something like yeah. that yeah it's and it's across the the, the world you've got to do whatever yeah. you need to deliver right? yeah. Yeah. it's still busy so you mm. might still work long hours but there's not 
there's no one saying to you, okay, this needs to close by 1 a.m. And I yeah. think that happened to me a few times. Like, as when I was um, training, yeah. um, I was in the office one evening and my partner said to me, okay, this still needs to close before midnight. Um, and it, and I'm, I can't even remember the reasons. But at the time, I was just like, I had plans. How did you mentally like... like yeah, so that's a good get around that. Cause so does it affect you mentally at all? Yeah, or? that night I was fuming. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I felt bad. I felt like I was cancelling on people constantly, mm. and then people would be like, "Okay, so if you, you're cancelling tonight, when are we rearranging?" And I was like, mm. "Can't tell yeah. you. I have to get back to you on that." Um, yeah, and I think at that that night I had to go to the client, um, and I was sat in the offices like in the middle of the morning. And I was really thinking, "Is this is this where I want to be?" Mm. And the answer was no. But I guess you have to kind of take yourself out of that moment and think about like the bigger picture. Yeah. And it was still the job I wanted. Got you. Um, Got you. And maybe it, there's sacrifices that I had to make and there was definitely disadvantages, mm. to, disadvantages to the job. But overall, mm. I still liked where I wanted to be yeah. and I worked so hard to get there. Part of me had to quit complaining about where I was and actually be grateful that I made it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. people I went to law school with just didn't make it. More yeah. people I studied with at university didn't go on to, mm. be, to pursue a career in law. So I was like, actually, let me just be grateful yeah. as hard as it was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how do you manage your work-life balance if you have one? <laughs> <laughs> I have one, but I don't know how I manage it. I think you find ways to be inventive. Um, so now I try not to make evening plans. Like Monday to Friday, I just, I think, if I know I'm going to be busy, yeah. I don't like cancelling people anyway, but yeah. cancelling at the last minute. And sometimes your day might be fine. Like up until three, four o'clock, you're completely quiet. Yeah. And then a client comes in and they're like, I don't know, for tax reasons, this has to go. Like I need to borrow this money tonight or mm. um, this transaction has to close today. So nice. then at four o'clock when you're meant to be meeting someone at like five, six, you're like, oh, sorry, I can't come. Yeah. Um. So now I just try to prioritize. Um. And maybe it sounds bad, but you kind of have to create order of priority. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I don't always want that to be my job at the end of the day. Like I, I'm a family person. Mm -hmm. I value my family. I value my friendships. Mm. Um. So when work is busy, I commit myself. And when I'm there, like I put my head down and I get on with the job. Yeah. When I'm out, I try and like value that time I have with yeah, my friends and yeah. stuff. Because you have to. Exactly. Because mm. I know when I go back to the office. Mm. I don't like who it's knows. Game time. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. Game time. You know. So whenever. <laughs> 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 is that how you head to work, Kalisha? Morning, Kalisha. Wagwan. Listen, I don't. Then I, I'm not going to say what. I have to do. It is tough. Yeah, but every um, day it is. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. So, what's the what's the biggest obstacle you faced in getting to where you are, and then what's the biggest ob obstacle you faced while in your career? Mm -hmm. Um. So once I got over the law school situation, mm. um, and I got in. I then had to apply for training contracts. So yeah. in terms of a route into law, if you would typically, you do your undergraduate degree, you can either do a law degree um, or you can obviously choose something like history, science, whatever it is. And if you've done a non-law degree, you then need to go to law school and do like a one-year conversion course. Mm. Okay. Um, I obviously did a law degree so I could go straight into kind of the, what they call the LPC. So that's the actual legal, legal practitioners course. Um, and during that time, I applied for training contract. Mm. Now, the training contract is two-year, um, like, hands-on training, working in a law firm yeah. or business and learning the skills to be a lawyer. 
what I would say the biggest hurdle was applying for my training contract and getting rejection after rejection. It's really? such a competitive industry. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember um, how much rejection you got? Probably about 30. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The way I handle rejection is not good. <laughs> same, yeah. same. I had one big rejection of a law firm I really wanted to go mm. to. Even now, it pains me to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the pain never leaves you. <laughs> it never leaves you. Um, but yeah, that was, that was such a difficulty. And I think a big shock for me, like I knew I was going into competitive industry and I knew I was going into an old-fashioned industry. Mm. I, want to, I went to apply for one law firm and I won't name names. And the recruiter or the person working in HR at that time said to me, don't waste your time on applying because they will never accept someone that looks like you. Um, and I was like... In this day and age. Yes, exactly. Um, and they were like, unless you have blonde hair and blue eyes, you're not getting in. Wow. wow. Um, so that was difficult because I could kind of handle rejection based on you don't have enough experience yeah, or yeah, your grades yeah. weren't good enough. But you hadn't even looked at my application yeah, yet. And that's yeah. what you're saying. So that was quite Ooh. a difficult pill I to swallow. I can imagine. Um, and then other times it was just rejections for whatever reason. Like, but you know what? Really in hindsight, more for them because I think that mentality you're you're closing yourself off to actual talent yeah. mm-hmm. based exactly. on your prejudice, and long term that's not going to do well for you because when you need a good lawyer and you just have one that looks like you, then good luck, mm-hmm. can it? Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So that was a that was a big one, mm. and I think after I managed to secure my training contract in the end, mm. when I got into work, the biggest hurdle then was kind of acceptance in the workplace mm. as i said when i got into some of these firms again it was still just me maybe yeah. like i was the only female mm. or i was the only black person in the team mm-hmm. um and i felt like i had to find my place in the team yeah. like where do yeah. i actually fit in um so that was another challenge as well so. did you feel like you had to change yourself yeah um i remember someone saying to me why do you talk like that and i was like how am I supposed yeah. to talk? <laughs> yeah. um, and there was like a big identity crisis because I felt mm. like I, after mm. that comment, I went home and I remember I met up with a friend and he was like, why are you talking like that? And I was like, oh, it's yeah. like, where do you fit yeah. in? Oh. Finding that middle ground oh. between yeah. your professional yeah. voice and your relaxed voice. Yeah. Yeah. Your friends think you're posh. Your, <laughs> your friends at work think you're ghetto. You, you can't really win. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to be who you, you are. You just got to be yourself. Do you yeah. feel like that's a major put off for young black people? Yeah, it certainly, mm. certainly was for me. And yeah. having conversations with other people, I think it's not just me that went through that yeah. experience. What about now? Yeah, still. Still? Yeah, definitely. I, I think, feel like, sorry, go on. I think what has changed though is people are talking about it a lot more. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. Which I think, and I think as well through social media. I was just about to say that. People yeah. are, you know, when they're going through that experience, they're tweeting about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's getting a lot more attention Yeah, now. they're posting about it. So now it's not as acceptable. Companies and organisations yeah. are aware. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one wants their name in the press. No, yeah. no, nah, yeah. not, not for that. Exactly. Not right so, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not right now. <laughs> Brexit and that. Like, it's really stressful. Not right now, please. Next year. Yeah. Do you feel like it's a it's a it's a big of a put off to make people not want to pursue certain careers or not take things further? Interesting, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think, think possibly. So. Yeah, because mm. I can't say no just because it didn't put me off. Yeah. Mm. yeah, we don't know how many people have gone into those industries and thought no. Yeah, yeah. You know? but the thing is, what I would say is, you strike me as a pretty driven person. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. driven people generally find a way around most obstacles, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's the everyone. Not everyone's driven. Some people, yeah. the path needs to be a little bit easier yeah. for them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah those people you, probably does put them off. Yeah. I think yeah. because I feel like we hear this story all the time when we were talking to Lorraine. Exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Being on the floor, being the only person, either the only woman or the only black woman, yeah. and having to think about how you speak and how and you speak, how what, you what lunch you bring in yeah. from yeah. home, or your hair. Yeah, talking about what you did on the weekend or yeah. something that's happened in your circle that you know that you can't even talk about. 
that because nobody's gonna mm. yeah. have any relations to that. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it was like for me working in Slough. Yeah, like those people literally, many of them have never been to London. Wow. Yeah, so it's it was it's not that far. It's and that's, that's what I said. It's not yeah. that far, but so as much as Slough isn't that far, some of them are coming from further afield. Okay. So some of them are coming from like Reading yeah. or wherever, yeah. and some of them really have not met many black people. So like me and John, like he'll tell you. <laughs> We were their only example <laughs> of what black people might be, you know. So we kind of felt like, okay, we got to represent the it's entire culture right yeah. now. But if anything, it spurred me on to be really good at what I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. But I find it so across the board. <coughs> like my industry is completely different to yours, or completely different to Lorraine's. But there are times when I'm sitting in a meeting and it's literally like only me. Yeah. <laughs> and I literally I look around and I'm conscious of it. So I do mm. wonder who else is in the room is yeah. conscious of yeah. it. And is it <coughs> is it altering the way that you're taking in what I'm saying? Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. because I'm alone here. I just don't let it get to me anymore. And mm. I think me personally, I hold confidence in my ability to do my job. Mm. Yeah. And, and it, that is what you're going to respect by fire or by force. <laughs> like, no, th- I, I've got, I think I've got to an age now where I'm no longer going to try and bend socially. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be very good at my job. And at the end of the day, you're here to make money. So am I. Yeah. So I either get someone who looks that is more comfortable to you yeah. and not make as much money or make the right wrong decisions yeah. or stick with me. Yeah. Right? yeah. That, that's how I do it. I think more and more people just do it with your chest. It's a yeah. simple way to say it, but mm-hmm. that's how I do it. You know, I think the one thing I wish is that my working life wasn't so different from my actual life because yeah. you spend so much time there. Yeah. It would be mm. nice to be at work and still be able and to- And be comfortable. Be, just be comfortable, talk about certain things and just be a certain way. But I think our survival method is literally go to work, do what we have to do. We're here to make money. Shut yourself off from your reality mm. while you're there. But we're there for so long. long yeah, mm. that's so what you're I do. literally I've 5.30- you back to being yourself. You get in your car, yeah. you play the music you want to play, <laughs> you have a conversation with your friend the way you want to have it and yeah. then you go about your business mm. and then you're back on Monday and you're back the next day at 9am. It's just it's just so difficult. Yeah. Do you think that everyone puts on a front, not even just black people, do you think everyone puts on a front to a certain extent? Maybe ours might be a little bit more dramatic, but i got a feeling some of the people that you're in a boardroom with, they're not exactly <laughs> like that when they're at home. I've got a feeling some of them are listening to questionable stuff or doing questionable yeah. things. Yeah. So yeah. maybe we need to look at it like that. Everyone puts on a professional front to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe ours is a little bit more drastic. I don't know. I think, yeah, everyone, I think yeah. everyone's doing it, but ours is a lot more drastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. To, That's another thing that helps me. That's my other survival instinct. Yeah. That when you get home, you're not like that either. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. When no one's around, you're going to let them, them jokes fly that shouldn't be flying. <laughs> but it's okay, isn't it? It's okay. Um, so e- earlier you mentioned kind of your experience in your job has helped you with the way you manage your finances. Yeah. Um, kind of, maybe we could go through that. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, just some of the things that you think the everyday person. So that's something I like to try and do. Always bring it back down to what our, in, our everyday listeners yeah. can benefit from. What simple little things they could kind of know or need to know or should even look into? I think for me... So I'll start off by saying this. As I said earlier, I think the the thing I always remember was that debt was no good. Mm. It was mm-hmm. something to be avoided. If you didn't need to do it, you just didn't. Um, whereas now, I see it as something that <laughs> can be helpful. Sorry. Um, and there are there's a time and a place mm. for not getting into debt for the sake of getting into yeah. debt. But it's seen it as an investment. As I said, for me... I saw the idea of borrowing money to go to law school as a debt. Mm. But actually, I was spending money to make money. Yeah. In essence. Um, and being more open to the idea of investments in in all types of things, whether it be property, stocks and shares and mm. stuff like all of that used to scare me. I was like, it's too risky. Yeah. I yeah. just don't earn money to essentially lose it. But just being more open-minded and understanding that there are investments that you can make which are not necessarily as risky as others do your research 100%, 100% do your research 100%. i'm not telling you to go out now and put all of your life savings <laughs> into a crazy stocks and shares market but 
it's about understanding and not being intimidated yeah, by some of the yeah, financial products yeah. that are out there. Mm-hmm. Things like before I used to just keep money in a savings account, what other accounts can I keep it in? Yeah. You know, um, is it worth buying a bond or something like mm-hmm, that? Where mm-hmm. The money is, is only sitting in an account anyway. And now with interest rates with what they are, like I'm 100%. not earning anything, any nothing on it yeah. anyway. And maybe it's going to give me more of an incentive to keep it there and not spend it. If I know maybe it's locked away for yeah, a f- period yeah, of time. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so just not being as afraid. And at, at the very least, even if I decide at the end of the day, you know what, I don't want to borrow money for whatever reason. At least I've gone out, I've done my research and I've made the decision, an informed decision, as opposed to just saying, no, 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 I don't yeah, want to do it. Yeah, I think that's know? so key. Um, understanding what's out there and understanding how to make your money work for you. Mm-hmm. Which before it was leave my money in the bank, <laughs> in the savings account, <laughs> don't touch it, that's it. Um, and the second thing I would say is probably sometimes, and me included, I felt like when I did go into a bank or speak to anyone who worked in finance or in the financial industry, I was intimidated. Mm. Yeah. Um, if I went to, I remember being really young, I don't even know what I went into the bank for, but straight away it was like whatever they put in front of me, whether it was like the terms and conditions of a certain product, it was just like blindly agree. Yeah. It was actually... I'm allowed to ask questions. You should. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a sales technique of theirs yeah. too. Because remember, those guys, I used to be one, yeah. they're always <laughs> trying to close. Yeah. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't, that's why I didn't last that mm. long because I, yeah. I wasn't that good at it. Mm. But they're always trying to close you. So they're always going to put that yeah. pressure on, that intimidation on to make you think, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to let yeah. this guy, I'm going to do whatever this person tells me to do. Exactly. Now there's no excuse, especially with um, Google. Mm. You can research everything and anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's why I stress it. I don't think this podcast is to replace uh, professional or financial advice, mm. but I think you should definitely be informed and educated. Yeah before yeah. you get that advice yeah. that's yeah. just my opinion otherwise yeah. you will end up feeling intimidated yeah even like i would say anything that involves like an exchange of money mm. we like understand what you're getting into like yeah. so when yeah. i went Everything. to get my car and i got it on finance again it was like the sell- the um, car salesman was like oh but this is just standard documentation why you don't need to read it it's like do you know who you're dealing with it's documentation it's been made for it to be read and then it was like, okay, so I sign it and then I give him a copy. So where's my copy? Yeah. Like, how do I know what I just yeah, signed? Yeah. Yeah. So silly things, like I would just take a picture of it. Yeah. Like, ah. like that's quite easy. And then I've always got that record. Got you. Um, and as I said, don't be afraid to ask questions. Like I feel like even sometimes um, as a lawyer, people come into meetings and they're like, whatever I say goes. Mm. No. Like, yeah. if I, if you don't understand something, speak up. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, the same yeah, thing yeah, when yeah. you're going to speak to people yeah. that work in financial services, even if you're just going into your local bank take out a new like bank account or whatever it is ask questions mm. like, if something isn't making sense ask mm. or if you're not sure about something ask and even if you leave and you get home you're like you know what should i ask go back mm-hmm. and ask mm. like this is your money don't ever make someone feel, feel like you're not allowed to ask questions yep. yeah 100 yeah. percent. is there anything that you've learned that you feel like you would have never known if you weren't in this industry mm, that's a tough one um i think one thing that did kind of surprise me or maybe i just wasn't aware of was that the i was the idea that lending is essentially i need to be use my words carefully here i was about to say unregulated it is regulated (laughs) um but the idea of borrowing people money between two people is not a regulated activity so what i'm saying is if i wanted to borrow you a hundred pounds or however much it was that contract that position is between the two of us and no one else can come in and say time is up now you need to give her back her money yeah she's not going to pay you back that's a contract between the two of us yeah and in my mind that wasn't the case it was always a very regulated activity yeah and when it comes to consumer financing so 
and banks borrowing money to and the reg, re, regular person to, so to speak that is a regulated activity mm. okay but the idea that people can borrow money and especially in the work i do which is banks and businesses a bank can put in as as working as for the bank you can put in a term into a contract that's very favorable to a bank yeah mm. and no one's going to stop you because if the other party if the borrower agrees to it that's it that's, that's the it yeah. Business. Yeah. 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 yeah um so you really do need to understand what you're going into and as i said fortunately with consumer financing so when you walk into a bank the average person um individual it is um there's a lot more rules and regulations about okay. what banks can do mm-hmm. but you should keep the same principle which yeah. is that they could be putting anything in these contracts and you need to have an understanding, like look at what happened with PPI. Mm-hmm. People, were saying, people were signing these documents, but they were signing them blindly, mm-hmm. not understanding how they worked or just feeling like they weren't, like you, all the stories. Um, Yeah, he just kind of put it in the pile of papers for me to sign and said it's all standard. Yeah. You know, if it's standard, yeah. explain it to me in a couple yeah. of sentences. Why people not know that they were signing these things? Mm. You know, like, even if you said, even if now the stories are coming out and saying, um, <clears throat> I didn't understand it. Well, first of all, we should have understood it, but you should have at least known it was there. Yeah. 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 The fact that you didn't know it was there, like that makes me think, well, what else is in these things? Yeah. And how many years is it until something else is uncovered? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's always stories. There's stories about the subprime mortgages, things yeah. like that, where people mm. didn't really understand how those worked either. Mm. The principle is the same. Yeah. You don't need to be a bank with paying how, how much money for a lawyer. Yeah. You I even remember just, endowment mortgages yeah. as well. That was mm-hmm. a big issue. Exactly. You could just be an ordinary person but apply the same principles as a bank, a, a business would before it invests thousands of pounds. Mm. It's your money. It's not, maybe it's not half a million but it's still valuable to you. It's still yeah. your hard earned money. If it goes so. missing, you're stressed. Exactly. Right? So mm. you need to adopt the exact same policy and just read everything and mm. understand and if you're not sure, ask. ask. And if the ask bank don't want to tell you, even leave that bank and yeah. go, go and find a bank that where the people are willing to explain things to you or go and do your own research and find out mm. your own thing. Mm-hmm. Or even send a message to info at making sense. <laughs> you know, you know, we, we do that. We do those services too. Uh, the fees yet to be agreed. <laughs> um, no, but I think that's cool. I think that's definitely an overarching thing for me. If you're mm. signing up to anything, any kind of debt agreement, mm. uh, you need to know the terms and conditions of what you're signing up to. Yeah. Um, uh, that event I was at recently shout out to your Obsidian Network so I spoke at an event it was mm. uh, for young guys actually which was pretty cool uh, to see a room full of young driven black men yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time oh, so it's very encouraging mm. uh, and someone asked me that question is debt bad mm. and it's that mentality that we still have not knowing I look at debt as a tool it's yeah. about what you're going to do with that debt and yeah. for me it's the same principle as you said mm. it's something companies do countries and big companies are mm. run on debt mm. despite the fact that we're having money you have to apply the similar principles to yourself yeah. What are you going to use it for? What are you going to get out of it? I think maybe the issue for the everyday person is a lot of consumer debt seems to be on more frivolous things. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. maybe a car, and even a car, I don't look at as bad because you need to be mobile. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you've taken that finance to get a car above your needs, that's a question. Or if it's now for for getting drip or whatever. Watch. You know, a watch. But then even in a watch, you can look at it as an investment because, you know, as of late, people have been telling me about how watches do nothing but appreciate in value. Mm. So even that, knowing what you're going to use this debt for is key. And if if it's going to make you back more money than you've borrowed, then great. If it's not, understand that and understand that you're taking away from your wealth and be comfortable with it. That's all I kind of want to stress to people. Um, But no, I think it's definitely been an interesting one. Um, You guys got anything else? I was just going to say, um, for somebody that wants the information that you've been able to gain through work that doesn't actually work in the industry, is there anything 
like any blogs that they can read or is there any articles or or books or something that Mm. they they can read just for the information not necessarily because they're going into that industry yeah Something that I've found really helpful is going to events. Um, mm. I do read books as well, but I find with going to events, I can speak to someone. Yeah, and, yeah gotcha. um, Sometimes we've, if they said something that I haven't quite grasped, I have the ch- chance right there and then to mm. pull them up and say, actually, can you go over that point again? Yeah. Or even if it's not during the event afterwards, they always say, oh, we're going to hang around for questions. Um, and nowadays there's so many events. Like, as you said, there's events for women. I've mm. been to lots of events recently run mm. by um women in the city afro-caribbean network it's WC. we've done a talk there i've been yeah. to events for them on investment investing things like invested in property mm-hmm. um another company or another organization money girl mm-hmm. um set up someone but i actually went to uni with um again running events for women and mm. not all of them are for women or for certain minorities they're yeah. just events, events yeah. yeah um but as well when i feel like i go there i meet like-minded people yeah, mm. yeah, yeah and actually yeah. saying to someone i was thinking about this and that person might have tried that already yeah. um and it's sometimes the the knowledge is actually already in your network mm. you just need to find ways to draw it out 100 um, so whether it's just meeting people like i've met people online where people like hey be careful well. with that now <laughs> <laughs> be careful all of that over there <laughs> the internet's a wild place yeah um no like where they've got for example a blog and okay. sometimes they do um for example instagram now they've got polls yeah yeah, yeah. I'm saying if, has anyone ever thought about investing in xyz or has anyone ever borrowed money for xyz mm. and just even simply clicking like yes or no on a poll and thinking oh actually other people have done this or mm. other people are doing this or or thinking about doing it yeah. um so there's a lot of knowledge out there um, and I'm a people person, so I prefer, as I said, going to events or talking to people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you just got to find ways to cool. find it. So, have you got anything coming up? Any events you're going to be speaking at? What, anything you're up to? You know, <laughs> quick minute to your show to plug what you're doing out yeah. there. Go ahead, let, let it be. I don't have any events coming. Well, I don't have any finance events coming up. I'm speaking at a few law events okay. this coming mm. a week. Um, so, um, as I mentioned earlier, I got my scholarship from the Law Society, yeah. so mm-hmm. now I'm one of their social mobility ambassadors. Oh, excellent. So we go Congrats. out and yeah, speak to people in the community about what it's like to be a lawyer, mm. what it's like to work in banking and finance. Mm. We run a few events there, so um, that's what I'm working on at the moment. Nice. nice. Yes. Keep it up. And Keep if anyone wants to follow me, then follow me. The best place to follow me is on LinkedIn, so obviously okay. just Whitney Joseph, um, or on Twitter, Whitney C. Joseph. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, try and keep up to date and let everyone know what's going on. Definitely. Wicked. Wicked. So if you have any aspirations towards law or if you just want to know what's going on with the legal profession in general, holler at Whitney or follow her and see what's going on. I've enjoyed this episode yeah, a lot. Really informative. You think. Yeah, and I think yes. it's damn. What, what was what I, I doing when yeah. I was 21, 22? Exactly. exactly. That's what definitely where I'm at. You know, Jerome's always got the dope. Oh, practice. whatever. <laughs> it's just what it is, man. It's just what it is. Everyone's you guys got their were talent, out living whilst I was at home eating noodles. Well, but then where are we now? <laughs> <laughs> imagine. Imagine. <laughs> imagine. Um, Cool. Oh, this has been excellent. Thank yeah, you so really much. Inspirational. Oh, definitely, thank you for coming. Fun, We've enjoyed. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, no, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. So, as always, guys, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, everything Kalisha said earlier, basically. Making Sense making PC. Sense PC. Uh, making Sense PC. What are you guys learned this week? That I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> Why are you an idiot, no, Kalisha? I, I, should have been, I should have been in my books when I was 21, 22. <laughs> should have had my career go and that. No, but run your own race. Don't exactly. You know, watch another man's plate, you'll never be fooled. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that wisdom there. <laughs> You've not even touched 30 yet. Hey, Are you before 30? Yeah, I'm 28. 
Oh, she's Kay's baby. Even, even more, even more <laughs> impression. <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> oh, congratulations on yeah. just be, being where you are. Yeah, Thank no, you. definitely. It's very inspirational, and hopefully, you inspire some more. I think young you, people. you will. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Man, definitely. Your journey's been and not just women, men as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I think social media and having everything in front of you is showing how many of our people are actually doing yeah. massive things. Yeah. Mm. Because I think before, like you said, it makes us no proud. Makes me proud. Anyway, a lawyer. Mm. I think we've come from a place where we don't think that we could do certain things. So the mm. fact that there are so many of us out there. Yeah, it's just it's very very inspirational. So Definitely, yeah. everyone needs to just open it. Reprogramming your mind. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No there, I've always thought that's the thing. It's just you have to see it to aspire to do mm. it. You know, Definitely. and I think with with social media and you know podcasting whatever, we're now starting to see these things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and events popping off. So things yeah. being on Eventbrite and all that mm. kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you're starting to see it. And I, and me personally, I just think that's what it was. The previous generation didn't see it, so they felt mm. like it didn't exist. Yeah. And, and at our young, definitely our younger ages, yep. we were told that it didn't exist, yeah. and we're now seeing it, which is so encouraging. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's another one for you guys. So as always, holler at us. And I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Thank Whitney. You. Thank, Thank you. Next week. Take Thank care, you. guys. Bye. Take care. Bye. Peace.